Hi, welcome to San Francisco Ballet's Meet the Artist. My name is Tiet Helimetz, and I am a principal dancer at San Francisco Ballet. This podcast series of Meet the Artist interviews is your chance to get to know us, the dancers, musicians, designers, and choreographers at SF Ballet, as we discuss our lives, the process in a studio, performances on stage, and more. Join us for Meet the Artist interviews, live and in person, at the Opera House before Friday and Sunday performances. Or tune in, all season long, to hear podcast recordings of San Francisco Ballet's Meet the Artist interviews. Good evening, Enjoy. everyone. How are you? Hopefully a little warmer now that you're inside, yeah? Uh, thank you for uh, joining this, us this evening for our first night out of our 2023 season and our first night out since 2019, right? So it's really excited. We're, we're very excited up here um, to be with you all tonight. Um, my name is Rob Sanchez Nelson. Uh, my pronouns are they, them, theirs, and I'm the chief diversity officer here at San Francisco Ballet. And um, I am super excited to introduce um, Michael, who's going to be doing our interview this evening with Nicholas Blanc. Um, so without any further ado, <laughs> I'll pass it over to you. Thank you, Rob. Well, good evening, everyone. We are so thrilled to be back in the Opera House hosting these Meet the Artists pre-performance talks. And a warm welcome to everyone listening online via our podcast. My name is Michael Mbimbo, and I'm the major gifts officer here at San Francisco Ballet. I'm so excited to welcome everyone to Next at 90, our first New Works Festival since 2018's wildly successful Unbound. The festival features nine world premieres by nine outstanding choreographers from across the country and around the world. Joining me tonight is Nicolas Blanc, choreographer of Gateway to the Sun, which is one of the works you will see here this evening. Good evening. As many of you know, Nick is no stranger to San Francisco Ballet, having danced with the company for six years, promoted to principal dancer in 2004, and named one of the 25 to watch by Dance Magazine in 2005. Gateway to the Sun was actually the first work I saw as a new staff member here at, at the ballet, and I was absolutely floored. So I knew instantly that I made the right decision to join this company. So now let's dive right in and learn more about Nick and his work. So Nick, tell us where you were born and about your early training. When did you know you wanted to be in dance? I was born in Montauban, France, um, a small city in the southwest France. I started dance when I was nine years old. Um, I moved to Monte Carlo when I was 17 after winning a scholarship at the Prix de Lausanne. And, and I finished my graduation at Paris Opera Ballet School. Um, then I moved on to Nice Opera Ballet, and then Germany, Deutsche Opera Main in Dusseldorf, Zurich Ballet, and then I made the big leap over the, the Atlantic to San Francisco Ballet. Yeah, so tell us what brought you to San Francisco? Do you have any standout moments in your tenure with the company? I, I it stand out. Every year was a standout moment, every single moment, you know. So um, the repertoire was amazing. We danced so much. I remember my first, um, the first month in a company, I'm 
cast it on Chris Wilden, Christopher Wilden Rush that we brought for the Edinburgh Festival in Scotland. Um, and that was amazing. I danced the symphonic variation from Ashton. That was my first year as well. But there are so many good memories and so many roles, so it's difficult to pick. Well, I hear you have a special story about the opening night of Romeo and Juliet, where you danced the role of Benvolio. That's true, Michael. Um, so here we go. It's opening night of Romeo and Juliet, which you guys are going to actually see later this season. And I dance Benvolio, and the first fight with Tibalt, uh, who was Damien Smith at the time, I, my dagger flies away upstage, and, and I'm screaming on stage while I'm trying to fight with my hands, and I, I say to the dancers, give me my dagger! <laughs> but uh, anyway, we had from a medieval fight, we became sort of a more contemporary dance. Uh, and I remember Helgi coming to my dressing room during intermission and saying, what happened? <laughs> so I had to redeem myself by turning multiple turns, turning, doing multiple pirouettes and bravura moments in the second act. Oh my god, that's amazing. Um, and I hear that Helgi Thomason's 748 was actually created with you. Can you tell us about that process since Everyone who comes back will be seeing 748 in our March program, so I hope you all join us. Yes, 748 was created, uh, I was part of the, the original cast for 748, and it was a beautiful ballet. I'm, I'm glad it's coming back to the rep. Um, Gonzalo Garcia, uh, who was a former principal here and a former principal dancer with New York City Ballet, and I had um, this uh, male duet uh, in 748. And the process was, you know, this, this ballet from Helgi is very much of um, a, very, a, a little jewel in itself. Wow. And so tell us more about your current role at the Joffrey Ballet, where you're rehearsal director and choreographer, um, and your history with Ashley, the artistic director, who was also with San Francisco Ballet. Yes, I'm, I've been 12 years now. Already, I can't believe it's been 12 years uh, with the Joffrey Ballet. Um, Ashley Witter um, hired me and as a rehearsal director and a choreographer there. And I have been very fortunate to learn a lot uh, with Ashley um, about, you know, being in front of the room and guiding the dancers. And that's been a huge asset to um, really how can I say that, drive your rehearsal and your creative process in a very efficient way. Um, and I've been also choreographing at the Joffrey. We brought um, Under the Trees Voices, a piece of mine last year for call performances in Berkeley, which was fun. It's, it's always fun to come back to California, so. No, that's great. Um, now let's turn to Next at 90, which is what everyone's here for. So when did you first learn you were creating a piece for this groundbreaking festival, which has really become, you know, a magnificent showcase about the future of ballet? So first of all, I want to say I'm, I'm very, very honored to be part of this amazing festival. It's, um, it's a dream come true. My first dream come true was being a principal dancer with San Francisco Ballet. My second dream come true is choreograph on the company. And so I couldn't be more fortunate and, and grateful for that. Um, during the pandemic, uh, I created the piece I just mentioned under the trees voices. And Helgi Thomason 
So the digital version of it, um, as everything was closed. Right. And loved it, thought that it was looking really dapper and beautiful, and called me and invited me and said, I have a spot for you for the festival. And the rest is history, and here you are. And so tell us, what was the inspiration behind Gateway to the Sun? So I, as I'm thinking of what kind of music will I use for, the, for this festival, for my new work, um, I picked this gorgeous cello concerto by Anna Klein called Dance. And Anna Klein based her, each movement of her cello concerto we, by, with, by a, poem, uh, a, a poem by Rumi, sorry, um, called Dance. And each line correspond to a, a line of the, each movement correspond to the line of a poem, which is Dance, thank you, <laughs> Dance, I should know it by heart now. <laughs> dance when you're broken open, Dance if you have torn the bandage off, Dance in the middle of the fighting, Dance in your blood, Dance when you're perfectly free. So each line has been the inspiration to create those uh, five movements. Yeah, that's gorgeous. And I loved seeing the same-sex coupling that occurred throughout the piece. Um, can you speak more about these moments and what they mean to you as a choreographer? So there are, at the beginning of the piece, um, there are uh, two uh, little male duets. Um, and later in, the, later in the work, during the women's dance, we also see Sasha and Jennifer Stoll dancing together. Mm -hmm. And I think that um, for, the, for the male duet, although the piece is not a story, um, I wanted to have a, a little bit of um, um, a reminiscence of the relationship that Rumi and Shams um, had at the time. Mm -hmm. So it's not necessarily um, an, an, how can I say that, a, a, a concrete relationship mm -hmm. between the two dancers on stage, but yet there is a, a sense of um, being together and, have, uh, and, and, and the fact that Shams has, has been a huge influence mm -hmm. on, on Rumi as a poet. And do you take anything into consideration when you're choreographing for you know, male and male, female and female versus male and female, or...? Um, not really, I think. Um, I mean, I, I, I believe that um, what's important is really the chemistry and how you're going as a choreographer to craft a certain um, vocabulary and a certain dynamic between two individuals. And um, that's what's fascinating, that it's not always, you know, um, female-male. Um, Duet, although there are there are some in my in my ballet, but I, I think that what's interesting is really to have to take two individuals and see how they are going to react to each other. That's great. And you mentioned that you want the audience to take away that our time here is so precious and how life is fragile and strong at the same time. Can you tell us more about that and what you want the audience to take away from the piece? I think that when you guys see the piece tonight, um, it's really interesting because, you know, it's a bit like when we read a book. If you read a poem, it's, you're going to be in a different mindset than if you read a novel about a, a crime or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that the, this piece, Gateway to the Sun, is very much... Um, a journey into poetry 
and with a lot of subtleties. Um, the music is incredibly gorgeous. I think that every time I was listening to that music um, in, when I was preparing the work, I, I was kind of bawling my eyes out all the time. So, um, and the, the reason why I mention Evanescence, it's because I, mean, I can't give everything away from, but um, it, it's, it's really about those moments where this poet is trying to remember his um, life, his moment of happiness, his moment of turmoil, confl inner conflict, and where towards the end there is this massive, it's a bit like you have clouds and then the clouds are going away and you have the, 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 ray, the ray of the sun coming, shining through. Um, and so, yeah, I feel like this piece wants to be um, delicate and yet strong, um, powerful and yet um, calm um, and yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's great. And do any of the dancers in Gateway to the Sun, did you dance with them while you were at San Francisco Ballet as a dancer or? Uh, yes, in fact, yes. Uh, Sasha and Jennifer uh, were babies when I was a principal there. <laughs> Uh, and to see uh, those two um, ballerinas blossoming in, in those gorgeous, gorgeous principal artists, um, it's, it's fascinating. Yeah, that's great. Well, if you're just joining us, this is Nicolas Blanc, who is the choreographer of Gateway to the Sun, which you will see this evening. And I'd love to start getting some questions from the audience. So please raise your hands if you have a question um, for Nicolas. Any, oh, right there. So the question is, being a choreographer is very different than being a dancer. How did you gain the confidence to put yourself out there in that different way? I think when I stopped, uh, once I stopped dancing, I had, um, I had a um, sort of um, distance to really be in front of the room and looking at um, how other choreographers would construct pieces of work and also having the possibility to um, create myself and, and, and spend time in a studio improvising and, and trying to understand what is my vocabulary, how do I craft a vocabulary that's going to be my own signature. And it takes years and it takes research and dedication, but um, I think I'm on the way. <laughs> and I think I saw a question back here somewhere. No? Question, okay, right there. The question is, can you talk about the process of creating the ballet and if the dancers were part of that process? So I always work in collaboration with the dancers. Um, what I do is I pick first the music. Once I have the music, um, I'm trying to understand uh, how many dancers are on stage at that specific moment. Is it a woman's dance? Is it a duet? Is it a, a unison? Is the, comp is, is the entire group on stage? Once I have done that, I go in a studio with them and usually I have about two, three phrases to start with. Um, and I go from there, we adapt the phrase, and then I, I transform the phrase with the dancers. 
So there is a, a, a true collaboration of how I'm telling them, for instance, oh, can you do this lift upside down? And they, they find something really interesting about it. So the question is, do you write the process down or do you just remember it? I do. I do write the process down. I have this cello concerto is really difficult to count. Um, I've been spending hours counting with also help from musicians and pianists. So I have my booklet with the counts, the phrases. I have also some steps that I'm writing down, but especially the geography on stage. Uh, how do I maneuver uh, the people on stage? How, how do they transform from one circle to a diagonal, for instance? So the question is, are you filming during the creative process? I do, yes. I remember my first week when I was here this past July and we, we started creating the piece. I was filming um, every rehearsal, either from a GoPro device or from my laptop. And I, I, I remember going back at night uh, in my apartment and looking at it and a bit like a painter, you know, trying to shave off things that I thought was unnecessary, or adding there, or um, yeah. So it's it's very it's very much a, an act of painting in a way. The question is: Is there a particular part that's your favorite in tonight's performance that the audience can look for when they watch? I, I, it's a very <laughs> difficult question. <laughs> um, I, I think that, you know, each section of, I can only speak for my work, but each section, I cherish so much uh, each section of the dance because I've put so much energy into it, explaining them how they should feel, what is the environment. For, and, and I think it's really important to say that because um, for Gateway to the Sun, I, I use a lot of metaphors. You know, there are, you, you will see tonight there is this beautiful, beautiful landscape, abstract landscape in the back. And Max, who is dancing the poet tonight, um, is brushing his eyes at some point in the first solo. And I told him, it's almost like you're in a desert, Max, and as you brush your eyes, you're almost removing um, sands, um, sand from your eyes. Uh, or like, for instance, there is a movement where um, he's putting his hands close to the floor, and, he's, and this is almost like as he would feel the heat of the ground on the dunes. So, to answer your question properly, each section is um, equally um, important to me. So the question is, can you speak on the similarities and differences between San Francisco Ballet and Joffrey Ballet? Mm, um, <laughs> Both of the companies have uh, incredible dancers. Um, I think that San Francisco Ballet, um, the level of um, technique and artistry in San Francisco Ballet is unsurpassed. It's incredible. This is why this is the best company in the United States. But, <laughs> um, and the dedication, the push every day. I mean, you have to imagine, and you know that, because you are witnessing that. Over a week, they, we, we opened how many premieres? Uh, nine? Nine. Nine world premieres in a week. And a gala. And a gala. And who can do that? Um, 
So those artists are phenomenal. They are driven, dedicated. They want to produce the best they can on the stage. Mm. And the Geoffrey Ballet has this incredible quality as well, in a different manner. What I like about the dancers at the Geoffrey is that they are not scared of um, tapping in different um, genres. Um, if a choreographer is going to tell them to, uh, how can I say that better? Um, with the, 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 the range of choreography that we have at the Geoffrey Ballet, What's amazing to see as a rehearsal director for the Geoffrey Ballet is to see those dancers saying, yes, I can do that. Or do you want me to do this double salto and finish on, uh, in a split? I'll do that. Uh, um, should we scream on stage for an Alex Ekman ballet? Yes, they will do that. And if we say scream louder, they will scream louder. So I, I like the fact that the Geoffrey dancers are a little wild. Well, you'll have to come back and see Madcap for those who haven't seen it yet. Perfect example. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, okay, I think we have time for one more question. So who has a very deep... Oh, right back there. So the question is, same gender partnering is new to ballet, and what do you want to see? What's the future of that going forward? Well, I think we need to keep going with it. Um, I think there are many, many stories that could be... Um, translated into dance and um, current stories, not necessarily 19th century stories. And, and let's bring those stories from our readings, our books, um, our current contemporary authors, and let's bring them to, to make ballets to, to the stage and, 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 and see that love is very universal and that there is What's important, as I said earlier, is what is the connection between two human beings? I love that. Um, well, thank you all for coming um, this evening. We're so thrilled that we could spend this time with you. Um, for those that have night out tickets, we look forward to seeing you at Madrigal after the performance. And please join us on April 7th for Cinderella's Drag Ball. So thank you again and enjoy the performance tonight. And a big thank you thank to Nicolas Blanc. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to San Francisco Ballet's Meet the Artist. Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. To learn more about SF Ballet or to attend in-person Meet the Artist interviews and performances, visit sfballet.org. See you at the ballet.